All right, so let's talk a little bit about Antifa. So basically, long story short of it is they're a movement of conglomeration of left-wing, anonymous-style, self-styled, anti-fascist militant groups in the United States. Their principal feature of Antifa groups is their use of violence harassing those who they identify as fascist, racist, or right-wing extremists. Conflicts that they, that they do are both online and offline. They engage in violent protest tactics, which has, been, which has included property damage and physical violence. They tend to be anti-capitalist and a predominantly far-left and militant left, which includes anarchists, communists, and socialists. The lineage, however, of the Antifa in America can be traced back to Germany, where the first group uh, was formed in 1932 with the involvement of the Communist Party of Germany. They were trying to defeat the Communist Party. Now we're going to look at socialism. Socialism, basically, and long story short of that, is a means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned, regulated by the state or community. No private property ownership, all property to be owned by the state or the community. Each according to his ability and according to his needs. That's the only type of jaws that you can get in the socialism. They basically choose what you can do. You shall want for nothing except to work. When the working class has control of political power, i.e. dictatorship, or the parliament, the working class. Private property in socialism is defined and owned by the state. You would not own your car, apartment, or home, or even your refrigerator. So, with communism, is a uh, philosophical social, political, and economic ideology and movement whose ultimate goal is the establishment of the communist society, which is socio-economic. Order structured upon the common ownership or means of production in absence of social class, money, and the state. Fascism is a form of radical authoritarian, alternational, characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regiment of society and economy which came to prominence in the early 20th century. So you might be asking yourself, why did I just give out these definitions? The reason I bring up these definitions is so we have a, we, so we have a lot of high school as well as college-age youth joining Antifa, even though they really have no clue what it is about. Notice the level of hatred for our country as well as, go- as well as the government. Look closely at what type of businesses they target. They often target U.S. military recruiting stations, healthcare, build- healthcare buildings, basically all civil uh, service buildings, houses with Trump stickers, or U.S. flags hanging from them. More interesting is the fact that they have no clue what socialism is or the history of where it stems from. Germany in 1932 to attack the communist organizations. At that time, Hitler already had formed, uh, already had a form of fascism government going. Have they never studied how he achieved that? Back to Antifa. Too easy to, uh, back to Antifa, too easy to get stuck on World War II. To myself, it's not hard to see what, see why socialism is something that appeals to them. It is simply their age or mentality we have been living in a time period where everything is instant instant gratification no working for it just getting it back in the day people had to work or wait for something people as a result had a work ethic appreciation as well as patience remember earlier when we established what antifa fights for 
as well as what socialism is. In socialism, you do not own anything. The government does. Your apartment is not yours. Neither is your house. Your car, TV, refrigerators, everything is the state's property. The only thing that you really are, are allowed is the ability to work. However, don't get this misconstrued. It's not what you choose. It's what the state chooses for you to do. So this means the state decides what you have, what you're allowed to do. Another example is healthcare. You are sick, hurt, whatever. You have no choice. You simply get what they choose for you to get. This is the whole thing that they're screaming for. They're screaming for free education, free healthcare. Sure is Sure as long as it is what the state chooses, what you're allowed to study or get educated in. This is all designed like this. Now we have an obedient society, an obedient workforce. Once you have complete control, it makes it easier to get a dictatorship or a communist government going. Not overnight, however, a matter of time, often it happens. Have you ever noticed how depressed, sick, sickly people look in the socialist or government, uh, communist countries? They often will risk their life to come to a free country like America. It is not because they love their countries. I find it funny that a large number of what I consider aged out Antifa members. Why do I say age out? Simple. Once they graduate, start families, establish foundations, getting houses, owning a car, having kids, start needing health care. They simply start to see the benefits of having a democracy where us, the people, have opinions and are able to vote and have freedom of choice. The pure joy of owning a house, property, car, etc. We can wear what we want. These simple things are the reason our country is great. The only time we are forced to join a military is in the case of a draft, which has not happened in years. A lot of socialist and communist countries, you don't have this choice. You do not have a voice unless it is in favor of the state. Most of the time, it is a crime to speak against the state in the socialist or communist countries. Also, a light message here, Adolf Hitler was a pure socialist, known to be a pure socialist. This is how he won the support of the German people, which later he created a bill where no one could vote for four years. Then, after he achieved that, he banned everything that did not support his power or his movement, which led him to become a fascist dictator. I wish more people realize that socialism, in no shape or form, is a good idea. One other thought I had is this is part of the problem, is that schools do not have the ability to teach accurate history. They are too afraid of offending people. A lack of, a lack of education allows history to repeat itself. I hear constantly how uneducated the Antifa members are. This has led me to believe a lot of it is a lack of education. This is mixed with them believing fake news. And no, I'm not talking about CNN is what, you know, is common with most, most people and what they think. I am talking about Facebook news. So many times I talk with people who said I saw it on Facebook. But however, they fail to realize that anyone can screenshot a picture, create a fake news logo on it. I also suggest using numerous different news sources. Myself, I'm fond of using BBC, Fox, CNN, military news, foreign newspapers, as well as my local news station. Once you do this, this allows you to develop a clearer picture. Not many people do this. You will notice it in small conversations you have with people once you do start doing it. Often you will get weird looks. Here, I did, not, I did not hear that. This is because people are what I call loyalists. They will be loyal to their one to three news sources they get. 
Let's go back to Antifa a little bit. Can anyone of them explain how they say we want socialism and communism is the best? Explain to me how they wear an anarchy symbol on their backs. Anarchy means chaos, no system of government. So this goes against a socialist and communist state of mind because they're going, we don't want it. We don't want anybody telling us what to do at all. Really, it really makes them look uneducated and they don't know what they were doing. Also, at some point, they will realize something. In a communist and a socialist government, they would be arrested or possibly killed for speaking against the state or i.e. government. So in short, they are walking around looking clueless. I really hope people wake up before history repeats itself. I say this is the... I say this is... Read research. Understand this is how things started before. You need to read. You need to research. You need to understand how things started before. The simple fact of the matter is they're, they're screaming out, we want socialism, we want communism, but yet they're walking around wearing anarchy symbols. So, I mean, they're really self-defeating themselves right there on the spot because by wearing that symbol has nothing to do with what they're screaming about. More likely than anything, they're dischanted youth that are getting off on the idea that they're, you know, beating up uh, people and marching around. They're getting attention. That's really what they're doing. And I really feel like our media is kind of just giving them this attention. Like, here we are. We're going to report you. You're busting out the United States Marine Corps fucking recruiting station. You're busting out the hospital windows. You're yelling, we want to shoot police. I mean, do you not realize just how, how much chaos has started this way? I mean, they don't have no understanding of what they really want. They want communism, they want socialism, but yet they don't have any understanding of what that is about. Uh, any, really, all you have to do is Google some information and you'll start to see this. Like whenever they're asked questions about what is communism, there's probably only one out of ten of them that could actually tell you what a communist country's uh, government is ran like. The rest of them have no clue about it. The same thing with socialism. The thing that attracts them to it, and this is what Bernie had, you know, uh, Bernie did have this going for him back in the day when he was running, is we're dealing with a class of educated people that really don't have the education. Like I said before, a lack of education. And that shows because they're going, oh, he said we can get free health care. We can get free education. Understand this. Nothing is free. So, yeah, you might be able to go to school for free, but it's not going to be what you want to do. So let's say this. You want to be a gamer. You want to learn how to design games. Well, guess what? That might not be what you get. You might end up getting something like, you know, a diesel mechanic. Um, or vice versa. I mean, you just have no choice, you know. And if you really like that outfit that you're wearing, that hoodie, as dumb as you look wearing it with the anarchy symbol on the back, guess what? In a communist country, you won't have that choice. You get what they choose for you to wear, which is most likely more or less designed to look like a uniform. So you don't really have that choice, you know, at all. And as far as food goes, you don't really get much choice of that either. You get what the state gets you. That's the whole deal. So, I mean, and that's why I said earlier, do you like your car that you drive around in? Because in a communist or socialist government, they could easily walk up to you and go hand over the keys because this is not yours. And you're sitting here thinking, well, I've been driving around now for about three months, so sure it's fine. 
No, no, it's not yours. Because in that form of government, it is the state's. So they could just take it from you. Hell, for that matter, they could say, hey, we're tired of marching. So we're going to just camp out in your house. You don't have that choice to tell them no to leave. Because they're going to do it anyways. Because at this point, they've established a socialism and communist type of government. You won't have that choice to tell them to leave. Because if you do speak out against them, you'll most likely get shot on the spot. You'll get killed. Or you'll be put in an internment camp. Some type of prison camp. Where, you know, you get a toy around with stuff that you don't want to build anyways. Back to that idea of working. You don't have that choice. You're going to, you're going to do whatever the hell they tell you to do. And you're going to like it. Understand, in North Korea, currently, right now, they don't even really have internet. I mean, they have it. But they're only allowed to see what the government tells them they're allowed to see. Anything else is a crime, and they get killed or sent off to prison for looking at other things. Basically, the government controls all form of Internet access in that country. So you're only going to get the news they want you to get. You're only going to get the information they want you to get. Period. Point blank. You, that's the end of that story. You don't get it unless you go to South Korea. Or, uh, South Korea. You know, it really upsets me because of the simple fact that they're idiots. This is how Hitler did it. Earlier when I was bringing up Hitler, the reason why I brought up Hitler is Hitler was known as a pure socialist, okay? A lot of people don't know this about Hitler. He did not drink alcohol. He did not smoke tobacco. Yeah, he used drugs, but it was medicated drugs that he was being told to, to take for whatever reason. Not because he wanted to get high. He also knew when he got power that if he spoke out against alcohol the German people would most likely turn against him because this really is part of their culture so he allowed it and meanwhile he was drinking tea he didn't like alcohol he didn't like anything about it and he also didn't like um, a lot well it's evident he didn't like a lot of people you know he was a pure socialist but like Dr. Michael Savage said he is a pure socialist he just liked to escue the people that spoke out against him (laughs) you get what I'm saying so, I mean, how are you screaming we want this type of government? You won't have that right to march down the street in that type of government. In that type of government, when you try to form a protest like that and march down the street, you're going to get killed. Plain and simple. Or you're going to get arrested and you're going to get stripped off and your family ain't going to never know where you are. You're just going to vanish. That's what's so upsetting to me about the, that form of a government is the lack of understanding to what they're wanting. It's not a good thing. It really isn't. So when I see all these youth walking around screaming, yes, communism, yes, socialism. It really pisses me off because I'm like, you know, if I want to have a flag on my front porch, that's my God-given right. Because that flag, what it represents to me, may not be the same thing as what it means to you. Because what it means to me is freedom. It's as pure as that. It means freedom. I don't give a damn about this whole argument about how they, uh, they're trying to say, well, it represents oppression. No, it does not represent oppression. It represents freedom. It represents my family members that had died in the United States military that never made it back. It represents my family members that are police officers that got killed on the job. That They sacrificed themselves for me to have the freedoms that I have. That's what the definition of a true hero is. When you don't make it home at the end of the night, That's what that flag really means. It really stands for freedom and it stands for our country. And if you really want to get technical about it, the red, white, and blue stands for a lot more than that. I watched a video the other day where they asked one of these Antifa members, 
Do you know what these stars represent? They didn't even know that it represents how many states we have. That's just a small example. They're uneducated because and that's the reason why I brought up the education thing is nowadays history is starting to repeat itself because the exact same things that's going on right now with you with you having politicians that are saying we're a socialist and we want a socialist government. Well, that same thing happened in World War Two. That's why I was bringing up Hitler, because that's what he did. He was a pure socialist. That's what he ran on. Once he established a socialist government, he twisted around and he started making new bills where they couldn't create new bills. They couldn't speak out against them. Once he achieved that, that's whenever he formed the full access uh, fascist that he was. But he didn't start out that way. He started out as a socialist. He started he won on the grounds that he is a socialist. That's what he won to become in that position that he is, so to speak. What would happen if we had a socialist that got ranked president? How do we know he wouldn't try to do the same thing? Yes, we have checks and balances. And yes, we have laws. They did back then, too. That's why I brought up that uh, that bill that he introduced where nobody could speak out against him for four years. But see, he also had these things called uh, these people called brown shirts and what they did whatever he was up and running before he became the full dictator he was, their sole job was to beat the living hell out of anybody that spoke out against him. So most people were too afraid to speak out against him because their families would show up missing or they would get killed or they would get beat up. Pure and simple. Understand people, what they're actually representing. Understanding what the longevity of these consequences would be. There are longevity consequences. There are things that are going to happen if we allow this to continue. And that's why I'm in full support of when I see them, when I, when I watch the video of them breaking down the United States Marine Corps window or attempting to, I thought the United States Marines should come outside and check them on it. And I don't think that Marine should get arrested for it either. As a matter of fact, with all these people that are walking around and burning down houses or breaking windows, public buildings, you know, why are the police not doing anything about this? They're so worried about a protest assuming from it. That's what I think it is. I think they should have the full ability to go out and riot gear and beat the living hell out of them and then arrest every fucking last one of them and charge them with destruction of property. And the reason why I brought up the flag earlier is with them stepping on the flag, burning the flag, I really hate the fact that Kennedy approved that bill to make it to where it was legal. He changed the bill around. We used to have a law in place to where if you burnt the flag... You, you went to jail. It was a criminal offense. I don't exactly remember what the name of the case was, but Kennedy, and now I'm not talking about John F. Kennedy either. I'm talking about the uh, Supreme Justice Kennedy, created a new bill based on freedom of speech to where he changed that law. So now they have the freedom to do that, but I don't think it should be that. I think we should go back to the old ways of doing things because it's extremely disrespectful. Is a you know... Most of them, when I hear them screaming, we want a communist country, uh, down with KKK. They don't even have a clue what that means. You know, which brings me to a whole another different segment I'm planning on doing, which is on um, the history of the Dem- uh, Democratic Party, as well as the history of the Republican Party. I am in the works of trying to achieve that. Um, the Democratic Party are the ones who created the Ku Klux Klan. They're also the ones that have stood against majority of civil rights, acts and bills, refusing to sign them. They have a history of this. This is no coincidence. Now, 
we have a socialist democrat, the socialist democratic Bernie Sanders, and now we have what is her name, uh, Ortez something? Or is her last name? I don't. I'm not too familiar with what her first name is. She's planning on running in 2020 as a um, democratic socialist. You know, if you don't like our country so much, fucking leave. You know, that's my attitude about it. And if you're a socialist, you know, there was a time period. I was just telling my wife this the other day. There's a time period back in the day to where when you were a socialist, you were investigated. The FBI would show up to your fucking front door if they thought you were a commie. They thought you were a communist. They would knock on your front door and they would investigate you. They would talk to your family members. They would talk to your coworkers. You would be under full investigation. I think we need to get back to this. I think our country needs to go backwards a little bit on that. Because we're allowing too many of these people to infiltrate our government. Once infiltrated, my fear is us turning into a, that type of country. If America turns into a communist country, the world is in trouble. So whenever you're thinking uh, down with Trump, understand that he's fighting these people. And he's trying to put a stop to a lot of this. I don't know why so many other people, uh, they, they, have, they seem to have a hard time dealing with that. When in fact it's a fact. It's simple as that. You can't argue with the fact that he is trying to fight off communism. He's trying to fight off these socialists. He's trying to make our country great again. And I'm not just saying that for the stereotype that, you know, everybody says. Make our, you know, country great again. I'm not saying that. All right, yes, our country always has been great. There's no lie about that. If it wasn't great, so many people wouldn't risk their lives trying to come over here. You know, earlier... In the past podcast, I was talking about illegal immigration. The reason why I brought up that was because you hear all these people saying how Trump is racist, right? Well, then explain to me how it's racist to protect our borders. Explain that to me. Considering Mexico has a giant wall separating them from Guatemala to protect their country from illegal immigrants from Guatemala. But yet the Mexican country wants to turn around and say we're racist for building one against ours, but it's okay for them to have theirs. See, and that's what I'm getting at. People need to research a little bit more before they start accusing people of things. There's nothing wrong with that. We just can't, we simply, like I said before in my last podcast, we simply cannot afford this much illegal immigrant, illegal immigrants. And no, I'm not talking about just from Mexico either. Let's, let's face facts here. There's illegal immigrants from Europe. There's illegal immigrants from Asia. There's illegal immigrants from Latin America. There's illegal immigrants from Africa. But I also want to point out that there is such a thing as legal immigration. Majority of legal immigrants that I have met in my life cannot stand illegal immigrants. That's just like what brings me to a later podcast I'm planning on doing on Black Lives Matter. You know, I had a buddy of mine from Africa. He was an was actual African. Well, I had, I've known a couple people from Africa. One's a white guy, and then I know some actual Africans. This African guy was going to school full time. You know what I mean? Full fucking time. Student. He was also working two fucking jobs. You know, we had a discussion one time back on my uh, back porch in um, Sacramento. And what he told me, I've never forgot, which is he said he cannot stand watching, I'm sure you can go where I'm going with this, lazy people wanting free this and free that and screaming racist this and racist that. He said, you know, 
I'm going on three to four hours of sleep because I want to be a great American. Why can't they do the same thing? That's literally what he said. I'm not trying to stir a controversy. I'm trying to state a fact. That's what they see. Bob Marley also said the same thing. He was pursuing his love of music. And at the same time, he was working full-time as a janitor in New York. A lot of people don't realize that. So there's a lot of there's a lot of people like that. You know, Bruce Lee was another one. Uh, he hated, he, you know, well, he loved China, but at the same time, he didn't like the communist part of it. Or he wouldn't have even been here, but he worked his ass off to get there. What I'm saying is there are illegal immigrants that work their asses off to become better Americans. And they cannot stand it when someone else is illegal. Pure and simple, man. It doesn't take a genius to see it, you know. But we're so eager to accuse this person of this and accuse this person of that. Because it's easy to do that. You know, you always hear people say, well, give me the facts. Well, here's the deal. Majority of people I've met in my life that have immigrated here legally, they really cannot stand it when they see somebody screaming this and that. Because you know what? They work their tails off to become citizens and get here where they are. And to see somebody else here illegally when they work their asses off to do it the right way, most of them actually support Trump. You know, I think people are going to be really surprised when they look at statistics and the ethnicities of different people that support Trump because it's growing. And it's growing rapidly. And there's a reason for that. People are waking up and seeing things for what they really are. The time has come for people to wake up. I just wish that Going back to Antifa, I know I kind of got off subject. I do that from time to time. Um, these kids have no clue what they're talking about. There was an interview that somebody had with somebody from, I, I want to say it's Cuba, but it could have been Russia. I have seen a couple with Russians talking about the former Soviet Union and how bad it actually was. And they're horrified. They are literally horrified whenever they see all these people waving communist flags and screaming socialism, socialism. They're horrified by this because of what they went through in their old countries. Because they almost lost their lives to become citizens. I mean, going even back farther than that, farther than the 50s, um, Einstein fled Germany when he saw what's happening. When he saw the writing on the wall, he fled Germany and came to the United States and he tried to warn us. And that was um, an amazing thing in itself. So I challenge anybody to actually look at the facts of communism, fascism, and socialism. Put all three together and tell me, how is it that you literally could sit there and say, I want a socialist government without understanding that 80% of the time a socialist government will ultimately become a communist country where there is a high probability at that point they'll start practicing fascism. Considering most of the youth want this now anyways. There's new statistics coming out 
that talk about the amount of people. Look at Italy, for example. In Italy, there is a high number of people waving Benito Mussolini pictures and screaming they want fascism back. So badly that the Italian government stopped immigrants from coming in their country for fear of the civil unrest. In Germany, you have groups of far right-wing extremists wanting the old ways back. Screaming Germany first. In Sweden, they have a movement called Sweden First. In Britain, they have one called Britain United. People, the writing is on a wall. Wake up and realize it. Because if uh, people don't start speaking out about it, history is almost certainly going to repeat itself. Only this time, it's going to be a lot worse. Because this time, people are united through... uh, They're united through social apps. Facebook. um, Instagram. All these different apps are united through this. So it's easier to spread their ideology and it's easier for them to link up. (coughs) This is my point. Quit marching around saying you want communism. Quit marching around saying you want socialism. Because if you're educated, you understand where that's going to go. And it's not going to go anywhere good. And it's not going to go anywhere good quickly either. It's going to go real bad real fast. And quit marching around saying that you want a fascist government. You really want Benito Mussolini to come back? You really want somebody like that to come back? Somebody who executed thousands of people that spoke out against them. You really want somebody like Hitler back that executed tons of people? And Stalin? You know, a lot of people don't realize this. Joseph Stalin executed more people than Adolf Hitler did in World War II. He killed more people than Adolf Hitler did in World War II. You know? Look at pot back in um, Asia. Remember all those skeletons and skulls and dead bodies that you saw whenever he achieved his communist state? Did you know that he studied in Paris socialism and came back to bring socialism to his country? He ran with socialism. He achieved communism. Then he started killing people. That's what's going to happen again. And we're allowing these seeds to spread rapidly. We're allowing this. That's what's so disgusting to me about it. I don't know if it's just because I'm educated in history and world culture. I don't know if it's because I have friends of mine that were born in countries like this. And I've heard their stories about how bad it really was firsthand. Not secondhand, firsthand. You know, to me, it's really different whenever you're hearing from the horse's mouth, so to speak. I have a buddy of mine, Igor, from the Ukraine. And his stories about what Russia was like back then are horrifying. Literally. You know, um, I know people from Germany. Older people. I used to work with a girl, actually, out in Cushing, Oklahoma, who, when she was a little girl, (coughs) was during World War II. And she told me about how the Nazis came into her brother's school with guns 
and forced them to join the Hitler Youth Corps by gunpoint. They weren't willing to do it. They got shot. So we got to ask ourselves, are we going to let the stupidity continue to grow? Or are we going to try to stop it? You know, I understand the First Amendment. I, I, I understand the different amendments. I understand that we have a freedom of speech. We have freedom of assembly. I understand that. But when you start defacing statues, you start defacing recruiting stations, you start acting destructive, you start beating up people that disagree with you, you start making threats to bomb places. At that point, I don't think you have freedom anymore. At that point, I think you should be arrested and thrown in prison. Hell, send them off to Guatemala Bay. I don't care. They're anti-American. They're anti-freedom. They're anti-everything that our country stands for. And I'm not just talking about us as a country. They're anti-everything that everybody tries to come here for. You know? You can be hard-pressed to find somebody who came here legally saying, I want us to go backwards. No, 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 no. That's not what we need to do. We need to remind ourselves about real history. We need, you know, I was thinking about this the other night when I was laying in bed. When was the last time, without it being late at night or early in the morning, did you actually see a historic documentary on the History Channel? When's the last time you actually saw a real educated documentary on TLC? Chances are, it's very rare. People are so worried about offending people. People are so worried about, oh, you can't talk about that. They, they, they might get upset. Fuck if they get upset. How come no one's concerned about them upsetting the veterans? How come no one's upset about them upsetting our police force? How come no one's upset about them upsetting people that survived communism? There's an older lady that was interviewed that was from a communist country that was in tears at the thought of America becoming a socialist government, was in tears over it because of what she went through. Folks, this is reality. You need to wake up and realize what's really going on. Because it seems like so many people don't know what's really going on. They're ignoring the fact people aren't getting educated on it, so they're allowing it to grow. You know, that's really how things got started before, too. I mean, back in the day when Hitler was running... You know, one of the first things that he did was suppress education. He suppressed anybody speaking out against his party. He suppressed all knowledge except for the knowledge he wanted. He did a little bit more than that, too. He also took away everybody's right to own a firearm. So did Stalin and so did Pot. 
they all went down the socialist marble road. It always starts with taking away your guns, taking away your freedom of speech. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And taking away your knowledge. Because they don't want you to be knowledgeable. They want you to be obedient. See, that's what the pure essence of communism is. The pure essence of it is obedience. They don't want you to have a voice. They want you to shut up and do what the hell you're told to do. Because they don't want you to try to overthrow them. And once they actually establish themselves, good luck trying to achieve to overthrow them too. Because you're not going to be able to. Remember, they already took away your guns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So how are you going to overthrow a government when they took away your guns? They took away your ability to overthrow them. You know? And you don't really have the ability to show somebody this is why because they took away the books too. You know? You know that Hitler was a failed architecture student? Oh, yeah, this is his dream. To be one of the world's greatest architects. Yeah, I bet you there's a lot of stuff you didn't know about him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I come across it all the time. That's why some of the people that he killed were architects. That laughed at him. With his ideas and designs that he wanted to do. And when you disagreed with something he wanted, he killed you. You know what I mean? When he said, Adolf, it might not work. Well, you're gone. <laughs> you know? I keep bringing up Stalin and Hitler and um, <clears throat> the Cambodian, Vietnam area for a very good reason. <coughs> because when I see this stuff in the media... And I see this stuff globally going on. I understand that it's very similar to how things happened before. And to me, personally, that is very, very scary. Because we're allowing it to happen again. Anyways, once again... This is Working Class Thoughts. Just a little bit of them I had about the Antifa movement. The lack of knowledge that they have. And um, what the outcome could be. If we don't preserve our country. If we don't try to change our country. You know? One other thought I have, real quick, is... Uh, I know, I keep saying that, right? But anyways, uh, is... So many times when you learn something, you bring it up to somebody nowadays, you know what you get? I don't want to hear about that. Why do I need to hear about that? I don't want to know about that. I want to ignore that. Well, that little common trait that people have nowadays, that's what allowed people in the past to take over their governments. Because back then, people were the same way. I don't want to know about that. I don't want to hear about that. And it 
fucking trickled down until they took it out. And in the wake was a river of blood. Once again, it's working class bots. Have a good night.